So, uh, a social club today, we, we have with us Liam Black, uh, who is uh, the author of a brand new book called How to Lead with Purpose. Liam, uh, what a session we just had with our, with our members. It was really it was, enjoyable, uh, really, really enjoyable. Great. Thank you for having yeah, yeah. me. It's been brilliant. Liam, in, in a nutshell, t- tell us why you wrote How to Lead with Purpose. What's, you know, what, why another leadership book? Well, most leadership books are rubbish. And obviously, I thought with my lack of low self-confidence that uh, I could write a better one. Um, and uh, I thought there was a room out there for a short three-hour read, yes. which is honest, which yes. is full of stories, which has got great advice from me and others um, in it uh, that doesn't take itself too seriously. And there's a few laughs. There um, are many laughs, yeah, yeah. There are, yeah. You're, you're some the of them, most of your own jokes as well, which I think is... So, uh, some, right. some of them intentional. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. uh, but, but, uh, so where it came from was I'm really fortunate to mentor some you know, really excellent people who do inspire yeah. me and I learn a lot from them. And during lockdown, when I started this, um, I, a lot of people got in touch with me and I had to had a lot of time on my hands to kind of yeah. try and be of use to people. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought, mm, well, maybe I should put this into a book. And one of my, uh, mentees at the time referred to me as the gloves off mentor that, you know, he liked yeah. the fact I was very direct and, didn't beat around the bush and so on. And so that's where the idea of the, you know, the gloves off mentor shtick came from. And then I found a really good editor who, you know, really helped. And once I got the yeah. structure of the book, I really enjoyed sitting down and writing it. So, so that's where it came from. And you know, yeah. I hope it will be, it's not written particularly to inspire people because I think inspiration only gets you so far. Yes. Um, the, the most satisfying feedback I've had from people who say it's really useful. It really helped me think about X or I was going to do Y and I've decided not to do that now as, you know, yes. as a result of reading the book. So, so that's where it came from. And, and obviously the, the book is about mentoring. Um, and what's the difference between coaching and mentoring in your mind? Uh, because obviously the, 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 they're slightly different things, but there's a bit yeah. of an overlap. You, you, you push on mentoring. What, 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 is, what is mentoring? Well, I've got, I've actually got a definition, uh, uh, for you, Craig, at the front of the book, one I made up. I, I Googled it once. So this is a bit of a combination of Google's generic definition of mine. Mentor, noun, a wise and trusted counselor or teacher willing to advise, support, champion, challenge and connect. So that's what I, that's what I try and do. The joke is that the difference between a coach and a mentor is about a hundred pounds an hour. Um, but I think that the, uh, the, the main difference is I think with a mentor is you want that particular person. And you know, their advice. Yeah. And their advice. You want that particular person because of their particular expertise, experience, journey, whatever it is, ability mm-hmm. to, to help you. Whereas I think with a coach, it's much more about the process, the, um, the technique. Now there's a huge overlap between the two. And I ask a lot of questions as well as dumping my, um, prejudices and directions. Um, onto people but I think broad in broad in the broadest terms you know a coach is about asking you questions and helping you find your own way through Um, but a mentor is much more about well my mentoring anyway uh, is much more about you know I really strongly urge you to do this and not do that because in my experience um, uh, x y and z I've also at the front of the book got an anonymous quote which I, I think is quite good that a coach has some great questions for your answers. A mentor has some great answers for your questions. Yeah, um, that, that, and I find the people, I think I find the people I mentor, they want my opinion on things. They want, yeah. they bring things to me and say, what yeah. do you think about this, Liam? They're not interested yes. in me going, well, what do you think about this? You know, um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but, but also the, a, a lot of the people I uh, mentor have coaches as well who do some yeah. fantastic work with them on, very specific maybe business model things or yes you know yes. Uh, etc but uh, you know i think but gloves yeah, off advice yeah. that they're, they're yeah i take the gloves off you know i uh you know I, i'm sometimes itching to tell them what to do um and, yes, you, and you, you, that. i came to your launch uh, which was at the conduit club which you you you've, you built and run and you, you told quite a good story about the the level of directness you can you you can sometimes apply to your mentees. Could you could you can you remember what it was? It just made, made me chuckle at the time. Yeah, the, well, it, it was it was um, uh, it was uh, uh, Chris Thorpe, uh, who's at Jaguar Land Rover, who's yes. the chief of staff there, who I mentor, who's who's tremendous. He is just so busy, 
uh, like we you know we meet each other once every three months for a couple of hours um and he comes with sort of very specific uh, sorts of uh, things so we we do a lot of texts he'll text me what do you think what do you think so on text you have to be quite uh, blunt and, and that really suit that really really suits me so uh, so you know he talked about you know uh, you know, I will, I will, I will text him and say, just like, fucking stop it. Just get on with it. You know, stop <laughs> whinging. You're, you're whinging. You're whinging now. This is not, this is not analysis. This is whinging. Stop it. So, and, and sometimes, you know, I think we're all a bit like this in the middle of the maelstrom of trying to do the right thing with, you know, insufficient information and all sorts of other people's dramas. I think sometimes someone just say, like, stop, stop that do this is, yes. is what we require. So I think that directness and that bluntness is that uh, yeah, there were some other ones that he didn't read out that were really blunt and yeah. probably best, yes. they're, they're best left on his phone. Best um, left on his uh, phone. Yeah. Best yeah. Uh, 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 between us. Yeah. But I think that, you know, that's my style. Not all mentors have that style. So I think mentors are more. Yeah. Hence the gloves uh, off. Hence the, I'm joined hence by Brendan. Yeah, Brendan well, Brendan's on the pod today with me, uh, Brendan O'Keefe. Um, um, and, uh, he, he's he's just read the book in the last couple of days, and Brendan, it's always good to have someone on who's who's just you know straight off the back of uh, of reading the book. What 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 are, what are your what are, what are your reflections on on how to lead with purpose, and and uh, and what would you sort of where would you probe Liam a bit more? You think on on what you've read? Yeah, well, I, I absolutely love the book, uh, Liam, and in my oh, role, great. thank you. As a as a leadership trainer and coach, I read dozens and dozens of books on leadership, and I completely concur. There's an awful lot of absolute garbage out there, so it was great to see something forthright, read something forthright, to the point, and I could immediately resonate with. And I've taken away loads and loads of notes, which I don't often do from a leadership book. Uh, no, that's thank going you. to help that's, me that's in my, so great in my work as well. And I pick up one, for example, um, your mentoring of of Sue Campbell, the FA director of women's football. I was really fascinated by her three questions that she asks on joining an organization of her colleagues. What do you do? What could you do? And what's stopping you? And that's a really powerful introduction to any organization, particularly the what's stopping you from doing what you could do. So tell a bit more about that, Liam, and what you're you're thinking is there. No, I, 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 I couldn't agree with you. Uh, just to be clear, I wasn't mentoring uh, Sue. I got to know Sue through Wavelength, and she was one of our most popular speakers. And that, you know, what could you do, what's stopping, uh, uh, what do you do, what could you do, what's stopping you, was always a very powerful thing. And I think like a lot of really great leaders, she's got that skill of making things st- clear, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, 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 she's really good at that. And, and I use that a lot. Uh, uh, certainly, when I came to the conduit and sat with people, and we'd talk about that. And the what's stopping you is both um, what inside yourself is stopping you: lack mm-hmm. of confidence, you know, imposter syndrome, yeah. whatever it, what, you know, uh, uh, youth, uh, whatever uh, 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 inexperience. But also, what is stopping you in the culture of the organisation? Who around you is stopping you? You know, um, and sometimes that's someone beside you. It's some, some, some above you. You haven't got the right resources. She also told a great story, which is not in the book, linked to the what's stopping you. Um, and the, the what could you do? There was one young woman she was talking to who was the uh, uh, did, did the newsletter uh, for the organisation at the time. And uh, this is the um, UK Sport. And because she just got really rubbish stuff coming to her and was given a very small remit, um, she she felt really uh, you know uh, dissatisfied that she just wasn't able to, but because she was the point of contact with lots of the network, because she had so much insight into actually what was going on, and to that you know to the question what could you do, um, she had all these ideas about how she could communicate with athletes and coaches and um, sporting bodies and so on. She said, well, what's stopping you? Well, what's stopping me are the people around me actually. I don't get right. the information I need. They take too long to make decisions about uh, communicating. And so Sue's, you know, she knew exactly what she needed to do to enable that woman to really do a great job. And, you know, she went on to do really, really good things. And, and mm. I think that for me, what I learned from that is just in leadership, keeping it simple and, you know, really trying to get into the shoes of the people that you have responsibility for and then dealing with the stuff that gets in their way. And in an all, and I'm guilty as this as anybody in all organizations, stuff builds up, doesn't it? 
uh, that just gets in the way and we end up like how the hell did we get here with this bureaucracy yeah. boom yeah like that and i think the role of the is to cut right through that and sue is great at that and those three questions really help yeah, the, yeah. unlocking yeah. the talent that was there a very good example yeah. Unlock, yeah. unlocking the talent that, that that was there that you know and there's there's always a good reason isn't there for that next committee meeting or that next layer of you know stuff and then you go well we can't move now you know and i can't do my job until you've done that and he's done that and we've had three meetings and i think just you know keeping an eye on the growth of that sort of you know japanese knotwood of bureaucracy and cutting through it is is really important indeed and and the the chaps that i found most sort of memorable i think was the 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 chaps are called platform and purpose um it, it, it's 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 a it's a good phrase. Uh, it's a very it, it sticks in the mind. In, uh, when you talk about platform and purposely in the context of, of your work, what what, do you, what are you driving at? Because it, it, it certainly resonated with me. Yeah. Well, if we if we uh, you know if we define our purpose as you know in the context of this book, you know, what is it we're going for? You know, I, I want to end homelessness. I want to empower as many young people as uh, uh, as possible in you know with with the mental health business i'm involved in togetherall.com we want to we want to end the stigma around mental health and democratize access to digital um uh, mental health care that's our purpose hmm. well what's uh, but, but that purpose has to be executed somewhere and that's what i mean by the platform and by the platform i mean you know the business model the culture the resources we have the yeah. people around us all of the things that make up the place, platform. our yeah. platform, the place in which we are going to try and do, uh, 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 achieve this uh, ambitious purpose. And I find a lot of the people who come to me for mentoring are unhappy or anxious or, you know, it's just they're just not where they want to be because those two things are misaligned. So purpose and, that, and platform are out of whack. Purpose of, they're, out, they're out of whack. And I think, you know, certainly for me, happiness uh, and certainly, you know, reduced anxiety and reduced um uh, uncertainty come about when those two things are in um uh, uh, are in sync and i would say that i was 37 before that first happened when i became ceo before you yeah. felt in a, yeah, in a, in a line. yeah 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 i remember i remember walking what into the, I was, I, 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 yeah i took over to see ofrc in liverpool and i remember going into the office sitting down on the sofa and I did this not this isn't the language I used then. I mean, this is bloody hell, Craig, nearly 30 years ago now. <laughs> Sitting on this sofa and going, Ooh, yeah, what I want to do, uh, the energy I've got to do it, and the place that then I am now am with this authority in my first CEO role, yeah, I can really motor from here. So that was when I really felt mm. that and I do use that story a lot with younger on you know, younger people who start, yeah. you know worrying that they're 24 and they haven't solved the world's problems or they haven't found their exact perch in the world so actually mate it's going to take a bit longer than that and you know being Mm -hmm. able to say i was well into my 30s before um before i found that so that's what i mean that sort of getting those things um together And, and people tend to come to me for mentoring when either very consciously or subconsciously they know that those things aren't in alignment anymore and they and then the work is around seeing whether or not those things can be brought back into alignment, and sometimes they can, or yeah. whether it's actually that's just the wrong place for you now and you need to find um, somewhere else. And yes. and how and then ha- how do I help the people um, exit in a really good way that's good yes. for themselves, good for the people they're leading? Sometimes that's not possible. You just have to walk out the door and leave it burning down behind you. But, yeah. <laughs> Um, yes, and uh, uh, you, generously in the book, you, you talk about two such moments in your own life where purpose and platform have have, have been in alignment, but 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 then ceased to be in alignment. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, you, you know, you you help build, help Jamie, Jamie Oliver, build up fifteen, but 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 at, at a point in time that that ceased to feel in alignment, and then lastly with wavelength. Yeah. Do you feel able to talk a little bit more about either of those? Yeah. So let me talk about uh, the Jamie one because it's probably the most. Yeah. It's the most. Uh, um, it's where the what you could see and what was actually going on were the most out of whack. Mm. So I talk about in the book that you know picture the scene, massive and I mean massive club in London Bridge, Wednesday night uh, about 
four years into me having been there, we were celebrating the fifth birthday of 15. It was full of, you know, all the young people looking, you know, shiny and happy and lovely. All of our chefs, all worked for the company, funders, people from colleges, loads of politicians, a couple of cabinet ministers, a few celebs, loads, anyone who's anyone in the London hospitality business. And I'm emceeing this. And if you've been looking in from the outside, you heard the champagne clinking glasses and the celebrities getting ready to do their thing. And, and then Jamie there too, you have thought, wow, look at this guy. He's got the best job yeah, in, right. in the, a, the best mm. job in the world. Um, uh, but I wasn't feeling, it. I felt like shit. And, uh, I, it just, uh, you know, I can't go into all of it, but, uh, no, but you know, it was, just, it was just, the, fundamentally, the purpose and the platform were out of sync. And yeah. I wasn't sufficiently, all I was seeing was my anxiety and, um, yeah. uh, anger you, you, and been also sort of bent out of shape by the job. Yeah, I had. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I had. And, um, uh, I wish I'd had the, I wish I'd had the language at the time to say, actually, what's going on here, Liam, is your purpose is now out of sync with the platform. And actually, it's really straightforward. You need to work out whether, you can get that platform back into shape or not, and you need and you need to leave. And uh, and in the end, I sort of tumbled out, you know, all on me, to be fair, and swore I'd never do that again, and swore I would never work for anyone else again. And I, I think maybe partly, uh, you know, I'm stinking this now, actually, Craig. Maybe a big part of it was actually for me, I didn't want to work for anyone else ever again. I wanted to have my own business. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, and that, that's definitely that's what, what happened. Did. That's what I did. And I created a business with, uh, two friends, Adrian and Jessica and did that for 10 years. Again, mm. re- really surprising. Everyone was going, that'll last a year if they're lucky, <laughs> but we did it for 10 years. But, and then, but I was at a different stage of life then. So, you know, I started wavelength when I was 48. And, um, uh, uh, so, you know, getting into my fifties, by which time I, I had my first grandkid, you know, my view of the universe was beginning to change. And my, my threshold for bullshit has always been pretty low, Craig, as you know. <laughs> I actually, I actually don't have one anymore. <laughs> gone. <laughs> it's gone completely. That, any filters that did exist have been, uh, there we are. That's decimated. bullshit. We're not talking about it. Bye bye. Um, <laughs> And, you know, I was in, uh, I was in Google in Mountain View, uh, on a hugely successful, one of our hugely successful American, um, programs. And I asked a question of someone about, uh, you know, you're supposed to be doing a brilliant job in the world. Why don't you pay your tax? You know, that, that was the best thing you could contribute to the world, actually. Pay a fair mm. share of tax. That, that is for all its faults the most progressive way of any company supporting the societies in which they yes. uh, make their money. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, you know, it's, it, it, yeah. that, 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 that's a controversial thing to say in some quarters shows how far fucked up we are. But anyway, that, I think that's true. And just got an absolute bullshit answer, you know, uh, something about all the money they'd spent on balloons and Wi-Fi in Kenya. Well, nice, nice, but what's that got to do with anything? Um, and in that moment, as I was saying, I thought, I've had enough of this. I've had enough yeah. of this. And on the plane back, sipping my Bloody Mary, uh, looking at the window, I thought, I need, I need, I need to, to go. Yes. Um, and then the dawning realization, actually, that has big implications for my, for my business partners. Yes. Um, but I, I handled that, but having remembered 10 years ago and what happened, um, you know, leaving Jamie world I thought I'm going to do this really well this time like really well mm. uh, got myself a great coach Jane Club and we worked really well about how I would have the conversations what I would do put myself in the mm. shoes of my business partners what are their main concerns going to be let's address those before I start talking about what I'm uh, 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 thinking of doing for the rest of my you know the next phase of my um, career mm. and very explicitly use the purpose platform thing that my purpose is to try to make a bit of a difference in the world this is the wrong platform for yeah. me now I, can't, I can no longer you know i'm now a, i'm becoming a liability for you because i had to bite my tongue off you know in a lot of the meetings that were in there because you know um, that would yeah, be good you, you were doing leadership like, development stuff you were going to firms that you you know uh, that, that you you have 
Yeah, and it was, yeah, and also, you know, um, we had a cross subsidy business model, which is basically people from the nonprofit world paid a fraction of what people from multinational corporations would pay to be on the same program. They'd be there as equals, but, Mm. you know, we, we, we acknowledge the, the massive difference in, you know, finance power by having a cross subsidy uh, model. But I had a cross subsidy passion. For me, that company was uh, a, um, a, a passion cross subsidy platform. Right. So I was a, I was able to, you know, do my thing at yes. Google, at some other businesses, knowing that over here on the platform, I was able to work with startup entrepreneurs, you know, innovators in the world, go to Bangladesh yes. and support Muhammad Yunus, et cetera, et cetera. And for good six, seven years, those things were really in a nice um, equilibrium. Nice balance. But, yeah. Nice balance. But, and I think it was an age thing. The older I got and the more I thought, I oh, fucking hell. I just want to be down this end. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. I just want to, I'm going to be bloody 60 soon. I said then I'm well into my sixties now. I'm going to be 60. I, I just, you know, in, in any business and any organization, there's always a, a level of triangulation you have to do. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it just has to happen. I, I have to make sure that, you know, I'm in alignment with my business partners. They're in alignment with me and we'll, we'll find a way through. Yeah. And even when it's working really, really well, you still have to do that. And I was yes. like, I don't want to do, I don't want to do that. I just want to do stuff now I, that I want to do. Um, and it, it, and, and I don't think it can be here. So yes. my business, my business partners were fantastic, grown up, reasonable. And that ended really, really well. And, yes. um, uh, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 even I learned something, Craig. So yeah. Final words, uh, on this pod today. Um, Apart from buy Liam's, apart from buy Liam's book now. Apart from, <laughs> apart from buy Liam's book, I suppose. I suppose you know. I suppose the question is, why buy Liam's book? I think that's the that that's the, so you know, Brendan. Why buy Liam's book? Very readable, very forthright. So many to, in Kindle, you highlight, don't you? Use to highlight. Uh, I've highlighted virtually the whole bloody book, Liam. You know, <laughs> the, the, the books in the highlights, and uh, even for somebody a bit long in the tooth in leadership. Uh, training and coaching i i learned a tremendous amount that's really that's lovely to say that's and very very um that's great to hear it really really and, is and, and liam you know a final bit of um of of, of trumpet blowing and I, I know you don't blow your own trumpet very easily but if you, if you i know i struggle bit, with that <laughs> if you do that once what well, one more time for, for the book you know to, to tell people why they they really do need I to think, get I think if you are in a leadership position and you're feeling a bit lonely, anxious, a bit of an imposter syndrome, you've got some stuff in front of you, you're not quite sure um, how to deal with. Um, I think this book is for you. It's written short, it's sharp, it's sweet. There's, it's On the front, it's got no bullshit, no woo-woo. Uh, so <laughs> there's that. There's very, I, well, as you know me, Craig, I am, I am as far from an abstract intellectual as it is possible to get. So uh, there's no abstract leadership theories in there. It's no. told through the a lot through my own story and the it's stories of those I yeah. mentor. Yeah. So as I said at the top, it's not written to be inspiring. Inspiration only gets you so far, really. Um, and it isn't the sort of, you know, I mean, I talk about the, you know, the blind mountain climber and the, the silicon tech giant who comes in. You can do this as well. Well, no, I fucking can't, actually. No, I can't. <laughs> You know, so there's none of that, you know, you know, you can win the Olymp- Olympic gold. You can't, um, you know, um, anyway. Uh, um, yeah. So it's about, yeah. it's it's short, it's sharp. I hope it's funny. It can fit into your handbag or your coat and you can read it in in, in one go. Um, uh, yeah, and that's why you should buy it. Well, I love all it your friends. And, uh, and we very much love having you with us, Liam. So thank Pleasure. you so much. Pleasure. Good thank luck, you for good setting good, up. Good, good luck with the, with the book and we'll... Uh, We'll, um, we'll we'll see you we'll see you soon. I hope, I hope so. Thanks very Take much. Bye bye. See you later. Bye bye. See you, Liam.